Welcome to The Champagne Way, a podcast devoted to living every day like a celebration. Welcome to The Champagne Way, episode 90. I'm Trina. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jess. All right. What is in our cups this week, Jess? All right. We have Burlwood Cellars from California and also from Aldi's. (laughs) And Uh from Aldi's. Oh, and we, our garnish today is Haribo Gold Bears. Yum. Yes. One of our favorite garnishes. Yes. And for the non-drinker here, because she's knocked up, I have water and gummy bears. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Yum. <laughs> I never realized they're called gold bears and not gummy bears. Oh, I don't um, think I ever realized that either. I think Whoa. it's a, is it, is it a German thing? Maybe. I don't know. They're in a gold packaging. These are by far the best gummy bears out oh, there though. 1000%. Like you can't I, top these. I think we've talked about it before, but did you know they're made from horse hooves? Oh yeah, the gelatin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try not to think about it's good it. Good for your baby. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. And then it also that's what goes in collagen. I just feel like oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is. So it is. see, oh, that's ground up animal bones. Oh, well, that's kind of kind of the same. It's, it's kind of the same thing, right? Yeah. I mean, we really just went off on a tangent, guys. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I think what this means is the more gummy bears you eat, the better you're going to look. Yeah, the oh, better yeah. your skin is um, <laughs> as you get that little paunch in your stomach from eating all the gummy bears. But your face but is going to look great. face yes. is going to look great and you're, you, you, you might not hurt as much. You might have that glow. Um, yeah, so um, in terms of the sparkling, um, there's not really a description here. Um, it's just extra dry, sparkling, naturally fermented. Um, it was like $5 from all these. Hell yeah. Um, I think it tastes mm. fine. And I think it tastes even better with our horse hoof gummy bears in oh, there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Collagen infused. Yes. <laughs> I like that better. Collagen infused. Why hasn't anybody gold done bears. that? Gold bears. Oh, gold bears. That's right. Gold Collagen infused gold bears yeah. added. I like that they're they're straight and to the point. They don't waste any time on like extra paper, weird description. It's just like extra dry, sparkling wine. Here okay. you go. There you go. <laughs> I like it. Mm-hmm. All right. Champagne shout out. So I have one. So Wednesday is the first day of fall. Yes. It's the autumn equinox. All it right. Is. It is. Hooray. Also known as Trina's birthday. <gasps> yes. <laughs> You thought I forgot, but look, it's fall. in my calendar. <laughs> fall arrives on my birthday. I, I think, I don't think that's a coincidence. I think it's just like Mother Nature is just like rewarding me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. I, that's like, you know, it's an epic birthday. It is. So are you going to bring the cool weather? Uh, of course. Of course. Mm-hmm. I will be disappointed if it doesn't arrive. Well, I'm going to totally blame it on you. Well, blame it on Mother Nature. Do you have big birthday <laughs> plans? No. <laughs> None whatsoever. Literally, I honestly forgot it was my birthday this next week until like, uh, I think it was like two days ago. I was like, oh my God, it's my birthday next week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. 30s looking good. Yeah. Yeah. It's looking great. You know, I'm, I'm going to hang on to that age for a long time. Yeah. I mean, okay. So we're still in the middle of COVID. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're pregnant with your second child. Yeah. Your your husband's still alive. Yes, there's there's not a lot going for you, honey. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, except for I'm happy he's alive. Yeah, today. No. <laughs> <laughs> Is yours not? 
<laughs> Whoa. Oh, wait. Whoa. Well, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. It's so uh-huh. funny. Um, all right. Well, we got some other uh, shout outs for some birthdays. Um, my nephew, Brendan, who actually helped create our theme song for the show. Um, he just turned 21. Oh. And then uh, my mother-in-law, her birthday was actually, I think, just yesterday, too. And so happy birthday to both of them. Yay. Happy birthday. Hooray. But Brendan celebrated his 21st birthday basically in quarantine because they had been recently exposed to some covid and so they had to like stay home and so you know what do you do when you turn 21 and you're stuck at home with your grandma oh i know porn uh okay yeah i think you missed the part where you're stuck at home with your grandmother okay we obviously don't watch it with her (laughs) okay okay. i mean but you you know it's it's the drinking birthday yeah that's true so they ended up, uh, I don't remember who got it for them, but they ended up, or if he went and bought it, but like they did a sampling of beers. Okay. We FaceTimed with them and, and watched them try each one. Okay. Um, and it ranged from like a cider to like your like cheapo light beers mm-hmm. to like Bud Heavy to Corona. And then uh, they ended with a Smirnoff Ice, <laughs> which Marshall informed them that if you say like something about get iced, he has to chug it. And so we tried to make him chug it over the video chat. He was yeah. like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh my God. But it was kind of fun to watch both of them because grandma participated. She drank with him. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Oh, oh my God. That's, that's awesome. So they made the best of it considering, you know, a little grandma, yeah. grandma, and bonding yeah. over some hops. Yeah. Yeah. Bonding over some booze. I love it. Um, so yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, and then I wanted to give a little shout out to my sister Layla, who is a longtime listener of the show. Yeah. Because she sent me my first subscription box for my birthday, which is coming up. Yep. And um, yeah, it was called Cause Box. Now it's called All True. It's like sustainable items made by women business owners. Oh, and cool. it's just like you get to pick out what you want for the box. It's super cool. So I'm really excited about that because I like never treat myself to those kind of things. Right. So you'll have to keep us updated. Yeah. Because yeah. like, I've done like one of those before and it just was a bunch of junk I couldn't use. There's a spider right here, guys. No. <laughs> I, I saw that a second ago and I was like, uh-oh, I think hopefully it'll just go to the ground. <laughs> okay. That's weird. Um, it's Halloween. But it's Halloween, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Give, given that Halloween vibe. Yeah, but keep us updated. Let us know yeah. how you like the products. Oh, yeah. I'm super excited about it. I get to pick out what goes in each box too or at least some of the options. That's oh, fun. So cool. it's fun. Yeah. So before we get into booze news, I have uh, a recommendation for some fun fall drinks that you can make at home. Yeah. So the first one is a candy apple sparkler. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah. So super easy. You get a one and a half teaspoons of fresh lemon juice, mm-hmm. one ounce of apple whiskey. I vote um, apple vodka, but whatever. Oh, but apple whiskey, you can find that a lot during the fall. Season. Yeah, you can. Uh, two ounces of sparkling white wine and then two ounces of sparkling apple cider. So you just mix that. Uh, you know, you strain um, your lemon in there and there you go. You can refrigerate it, you know, drink on it for a while. But if you do not drink, you do not partake in alcohol for whatever reason, Right, <clears throat> Trina. Me. Yeah. I so know. another one is um, an apple ginger cooler. So mm-hmm. in a tall glass, you fill it with ice. You do equal parts of sparkling apple cider and ginger ale. Oh, that sounds actually really good. Yeah. I, I was not able to drink ginger ale throughout my first pregnancy. And this one, I'm like, I tried it and I was like, oh, I can drink it this time. 
So yeah, so excited. I don't know if I've ever had sparkling, um, sparkling apple cider. Um, I have. I think when I was a kid, I'd have that like around like New Year's Eve or something. So you get the sparkling cider. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, that kind of stuff. I think it's the same thing. Um, well, interesting. Just reading that, I got heartburn. <laughs> so that's a no that's, for you. That's a no for you. But, uh, I I could see uh, doing the like apple whiskey mixed with the the champagne. Mm-hmm. Like there's a little splash of that. That yeah. would be nice. Huh. It's a nice little fall champagne cocktail. Yeah. So that's something you guys can make. Listen to the podcast, or you know, uh, read a fun spooky book, or watch a fun spooky movie. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yummy. All right. Well, um, going in a completely different direction from this, although we're going to keep it sparkling. Mm-hmm. Um, have I got some booze news for you guys? Hell oh, yeah. yes. I love booze news. I do too. Um, okay. This might be more um, if you were maybe going to have a um, bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. This might be um, maybe what you are looking for. Oh, I need to know. I'm about to plan one. Oh, well, you would want this. Okay. Um, this actually is a brand from Napa, California, um, and it just kind of came out this summer, um, but it would be great for any fall get-togethers you have. It's called Just the Tipsy. <laughs> oh, fantastic. And it is um, bubbly, rosé, and it's in a bottle shaped like a penis. Hell yeah. <laughs> wow. Someone really knows their market. <laughs> and it's um, a fun way to spice up your wine experience. I don't know why this is only for bachelor parties. Well, it's not. Um, you can have it any old time you want. Um, I, I really, I'm about to take a picture and just uh, text it to our group text. Yeah, because I'm going to need to drink this on the podcast. Um, yeah, I really maybe think that we need it for the podcast um, because I can't even, I, I just got to, I got to share this with you guys right now. If we don't find this by our 100th episode, I'm going to be really disappointed. <laughs> I think we need it. Um, so you can actually order it online. If you can't find it at your local store, they have 10% off right now. It's uh, tipsybranch.com. Um, and it's about going for about $30 a bottle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised it's not more based on that custom bottle making. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, ten per, it's 10% off. So you can get two bottles for $66. There you go. Okay. Well, I know what we're drinking on the next um, podcast. So I'm just saying it's a, a bubbly rosé in a penis shaped bottle so i mean you know it's for friday nights (laughs) oh my god just the tipsy that is so funny that is a is it true to size that is a large bottle or or in that picture maybe they're just like pushing it forward but i would say (laughs) this is like multi-use but i'd be scared the glass would break i was about to say that that i feel like that's a uh um that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. And I, <laughs> Someone does that. I, I looked at their Instagram and Twitter as well, um, and they had some pictures where they were. Oh, they they clearly shook it up and opened it, and it was spraying. Oh my god, that's everywhere! <laughs> Amazing. So, oh my gosh. Um, I'm just saying, you you could drink this anytime, anywhere. But if you really want to add that special touch to your bachelorette wedding shower. Whatever, even a baby shower, because how'd that baby get there? <laughs> that would be funny. That would. I uh, 
I feel like they know their market, which is really, really funny. I'm surprised no one has thought to do this sooner. And you guys, what were we doing? I, I mean, know. Just the tipsy. God, what yeah. great. This is what you should have sent Brendan on his birthday. I'm Right? I can still send it to him. I yeah. bet your mother-in-law would like it. Um, They'd be like, wait, what? Oh, whoa. Oh. oh. So I, I'm here for the marketing. I'm here for the play on words. Hell yeah. I'm here for it all. Just the tipsy. There's your boost. Okay. I, I feel like this could taste absolutely horrible. Oh, it, but it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't even matter. It They're going to make matter. a small fortune off of this just because of like how funny it is. I'm picturing a photo shoot with the champagne weighed ladies being sprayed with the penis shaped <laughs> champagne. Wait, could you sabrage the bottle? <laughs> oh, that this would be an ideal bottle to sabrage. It would be okay. really funny if you were going. You know what? That's what you should do if you're having a divorce party. You know? Oh, see, divorce party. I mean, you literally know? all the different uses. A oh. coming out party. A coming a coming <laughs> out party. There you go. Could be used for that. Probably. Oh my god. So I happy. yeah. They they need to hire us for their marketing. <sighs> We're right? hey, just the tipsy. We are here to try your bottles and um. We're Come here with for all the themed ideas. We're here for it. Yeah, you're. I mean, We're in it. <laughs> yeah, the ideas are just limitless. They really are. That was fantastic booze news. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Just the tipsy. Oh my God. I love if you try so this, listeners, please, one, take pictures immediately and send it to yes. us. Um, and then write us and tell us about how it was and whatever your theme was for it. Because uh, I feel like if it's any of these themes, we want to know about it. Or them. you just need a Friday night to hang out with your new boyfriend. Or watch some, <laughs> or, or if you're or watching yourself. some porn. That's right. Get yourself in the mood. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, all right, all right. Guys, we're living in a really interesting time right now. Oh, uh, yeah. You mean the pandemic? Oh, yeah. Well, that and, you know, thinking about our, our what we end up often talking about, especially when we get in the fall, we love like, we love podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We love kind of the true crime thing. We're all fans of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is the season for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we're living through like two like current events stories that are being like hit on the news like over and over again. And I feel like these are future true crime podcasts waiting to happen. Oh, okay. I'm, ex- I'm excited to hear. So the first one. Have y'all heard about this Murdoch, South Carolina family, like mystery? Briefly. Briefly? Yes. I have no knowledge except their attorneys. I'm so surprised you haven't heard more about this. It's, it really is. It's been covered in the news, but it's like, it started out as like little, little things like, oh, you know, this prominent family in South Carolina, like uh, the mother and son were uh, murdered mm-hmm. in their house. This was like back in like June or July, I think. Mm-hmm. And it started with that. Then it was like all of a sudden these cases that their family has had like ties in the legal community in that area since like the 1920s or yeah. something. They uh, they have started reopening cases surrounding the family. So are they like all murdered? Like what? They're murdered. They're murderers. They're like tell me about it so you got some people who are in the family who are like no this is the nicest family ever mm-hmm. they they're rich they give to charities so they're like upstanding citizens of the community like how did this happen to them and then you've got people that are starting to come out and being like no they were corrupt like 
this is like the old southern families that you know you you don't hear about these things until something crazy like this uh-huh. happens and so then things started coming out in the news where so it's a, a wife uh husband they had two sons okay um the oldest son patrick and his mom were the ones that were murdered in their house it's still unsolved okay uh i believe they were shot and they kind of thought it was like a maybe a burglary gone wrong yeah they're like loaded yeah um so it's just the father and the younger son left well all of a sudden these these uh stories start coming out about how the son that died like two years prior in 2019 he was in a boating accident where he was a driver of the boat and he was drunk or high or something and he like ran it into a pillar because he was driving all erratic with a bunch of people on the boat and uh people got flung outside of the boat when he hit this like bridge or something and uh like there's a 911 call that went out there where this guy is like screaming like my girlfriend she's in the water i don't know where she is she could be passed out she could be dying and He's yelling at Patrick, the the older son, who was the one driving, because he's just laughing in the background like he doesn't care. <gasps> what? Just completely like, and then you can actually find these recordings online. Oh my god! So I, I, was, I was like, as soon as I heard about that, I was like, okay, this is going to be a podcast. They've got so much evidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Hayne Lindsay needs to be on this, right? Yeah. <laughs> Then, uh, of course, the family has these big legal ties. Like, I think everyone in their family has been, like, prosecutors for, like, generations. And so they've got deep ties in the court system. So I think he got, like, a slap on the wrist for this. I so think Did people, like, die? So the the girl that the guy was, was in, like, yeah. uh, screaming about his girlfriend, she ended up dying. They couldn't find her that night, and I think she, she washed up on shore later. Oh, my God. So uh, I don't know if she's the only person who died. I think she is. And then there were just several people who were injured from it. And he pled not guilty and did like a, it was just a horrible accident, but got no time for it. And then at the same time, like when they ended up getting murdered, so this guy who was laughing about the whole situation, he and his mom got murdered. Um, Then another case opened up where it was like a hit and run case that had, you'd think has nothing to do with this family, but all of a sudden after they were investigating the house and going through for evidence when the mother and son were found, um, they just happened to open this case right after that, reopen this case of this hit and run. So nothing's been said about it, but it somehow correlates to it that something found at their home led to this hit and run case being mm. opened. Oh my God. And I think in that hit and run, someone died. So it's like, okay, well, could that have been the wife? Could it have been the son? Could they have been covering up something? Well, so... But- but you're saying like I I saw I did not read it but I saw an article that you were saying like this like history goes back like a century. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they've and then they've mostly been talking in the news recently about like the stories that are within the last five years that are starting to come up. So I read about today another one that's now under investigation again is their longtime housekeeper who I think had worked for them for like you know. 10, 15 years, maybe 20 years, something like that. She died at their house from an accidental slip and fall. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So now that's being reopened mm. because it's like, was it an accident? No. Did something else occur? Did she know too much? Did she find out something she about it? Slip and fall on blood. Yeah. Or they it, killed somebody. Or, yeah. yeah. N- nothing is an accident with these people. Clearly. <laughs> and then, so the, it took a really interesting turn this last week. Right. Because, have you seen the news reports I mean, on this? I have heard about what happened with the father. So the father, 
who also all of a sudden was being charged and investigated for embezzling money. Mm-hmm. Yes. So there was that happening at the same time <laughs> after all of this occurred. Um, he was changing a tire on the side of the road, supposedly, or pulled over to have his tire changed because he was got a flat. And apparently someone came up and shot him in the head and left him for dead. Well, they, uh, s- someone came along and found him pretty quickly and he went to the hospital. He survived. Because and, it was like a graze, right? Yeah. And it, he survived. And they immediately, like the police, when they showed up to like investigate, they went to like this building that was not far because it was on kind of a, a, a rural road where there wasn't much. But I think they saw uh, there was a place that had like a security camera, like a church or something. And they took that camera footage before the church staff could even see it. So no one has seen the footage, but the FBI and the cops have it. Whoa. And right after that, it came out that this guy, the the father, he, I guess, hired one of his former clients who had been in trouble in the past. He had hired that guy to shoot him and stage it like it was a murder so that his only surviving son would be able to get like this $10 million inheritance or not inheritance. Well, whatever it would be it, like yeah, life insurance, policy. life insurance policy. Um because at this point, I mean, everything in their entire lives are being seized. Right. He's lost his brother. He's lost his mother. He's about to, he almost lost his dad. You know, he was like, well, we can only leave him with some money. Yeah. Um, so now he's obviously been arrested for that as well. <laughs> <laughs> so all of these things are coming out and I'm just like, I cannot get enough of it. Like, I want them to dig even more and like open all of these cases. And I want someone to cover this in a podcast. Yeah. I need a podcast. I need a crazy true crime book. Mm-hmm. Um, I need a lifetime maybe, movie. Yeah, a Netflix documentary, a Broadway a nep- musical. Oh, the Netflix documentary would be so good. Oh, yeah. I bet they could really like dig deep on this. Oh, and yeah, because they, they would have like a 10-part series. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. You could, actually. It'd be like the making a murder or something. Like, it's... Yeah. You go, just the Murdoch family. And yes. Go deep yes. dive in the whole... But it's just crazy how many cases have been reopened, even ones that weren't deemed mysterious before like right. the accidental death. Well, and so you also want those people to get justice um, because clearly they were covered up or mm-hmm. they were not, they got the slap on the wrist or whatever. So you want, you want yeah. them to like actual go through the court process and, yeah. you know. I, from a legal standpoint, Lindsay, like, uh, <laughs> would this be like a nightmare for your office if yes. you like had something like this or basically every case because again they've been the family has been in the legal community for like since the 1920s or whatever so like they like every case every person is going to be like no there was corruption i want you to go back and look at my case i want you to look at mine i want you to look at mine yeah it would be a nightmare first of all like the county that they live in wouldn't be able to prosecute because of the conflict so they'd have to get an outside county to Mm -hmm. come in and do it which would cost that county probably millions of dollars. And then just because you think it's a good case, like you have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt. And if these people are in the legal community, they know that. So can you tie everything together to actually make a case? You know, and then you deal with statute of limitations, which Mm -hmm. doesn't really affect homicides and murders, but it does affect some of the other stuff. Um, 
it, it, and then a lot, you know, like it's a little easier to catch somebody in a crowd now with social media, with all that stuff. But if they're looking back in the 90s and 80s, it's a lot harder. Let, oh, yeah. let alone back in like the 30s. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they might have thrown away those records, like let alone like digitize them or anything right. like and that. And then as right. a prosecutor's office, do you really want to go after them? Because if they worked at a prosecutor's office during that time, then any case they had hands on could have to go back for retrial again costing that county millions of dollars so it is a complete nightmare oh i'm sure i'm absolutely sure um well i think that's why the news has really been focusing on the ones that have been like in the last like 10 years Mm -hmm. like the mysterious hit and run the mysterious death of the housekeeper the um the unsolved murder from just a couple months ago of the mother and uh, son who were both like shot you know so yeah. now it's like after this guy has staged his own attempted murder like it, you can't help but wonder like okay well what about the other two were they doing the same and then that they actually died right or is it a vendetta because there was there is there are people who think like that maybe some of the people from that boating situation like the girl's family or her uh boyfriend like that someone might have like tried to get justice for it you mm-hmm. know um so it's just very interesting. I feel like this one to be this is going to be a good one when whenever it does become a podcast. It's going to be at some point. Oh, oh, for sure, probably yeah. a, a multiple podcast. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But I'm gonna I need Payne Lindsay to do it justice oh, yeah. and solve oh, yeah. it while he does it. Yeah. So then there's the other one. Okay, right my now. husband has been sending me memes. I'm like, I don't even know what this means about this next one. Yeah. Okay. So this next one is a very interesting mystery because this uh what, what's the Taylor Swift song Nobody No Crime? Oh yeah. That's the kind of the the theme happening with this next one. It's just a big mystery um that again I feel like you'll have some insight on because okay. y- your legal side. But this is the the Gabby Petito and Brian laundry mystery. So that has only come about in the last like couple weeks. I think Gabby was reported missing on September 11th. Mm-hmm. Okay. Her family hadn't heard from her since about August 25th. Okay. She and her, which they've gone back and forth in the media. Like he was her fiance. He was her boyfriend. Now, yeah. You know? and, I, and I've seen multiple articles call him <clears throat> both. From what I guess I can gather, they were engaged. And then I guess her friend said that they ended their engagement and then they, so that, but they remained in a relationship. But like, I, I do not know if that's like the official take on it, but anyway. But these two people, they've been in a relationship for a couple of years. Yes. I think it's at least been two years. But she, she's only like 22. Oh yeah. And I think he's 23. Yeah. So they're, they're very young. And she, the two of them ended up uh, deciding they were going to take this, this, a cross country trip and and be travelers that live in a van. They're going to do the whole They're, van, van life, life. van life, mm-hmm. which many people have done in the past yeah. couple of years. Looks fun. Yeah, and you know, I think all of their friends and family were kind of like, "Oh, okay, yeah." I mean, it's not like it was a new relationship. She didn't hop in a car with someone who, you know, uh, she didn't know very well. They'd been dating for a long time. Sure, um, it was her uh, van. I guess she bought it. They they renovated it to be kind of like a that they could sleep in sometimes they also stayed in tents for part of the trip you have one of these vans i have one of these vans uh i need to fix mine up a little bit nicer but you know um now i can't help but think that like they're murder vans well but (laughs) we can we could go on a a podcast like tour we should totally do that that gives me more incentive to actually fix the van yeah get your shit together i know i know my husband says that all the time (laughs) 
<laughs> Anyways, so they left like early June, July, something like that. They've been out um, for months. They were even documenting this on YouTube. So they and on their social media on, on all social, yeah, like okay, Instagram, like maybe even TikTok. Or... Yeah, I think they mostly they've talked a lot about Instagram yeah. and YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, but so they have some videos of them like out on the road doing this whole van life thing, and then all of a sudden, you know, her family is like, we can't get hold of her anymore. The last time they had talked to her was like around the twenty fifth. I think a couple days later, they got a text message or two from her, but they really were like. That's weird. Right. So, like, she was checking in daily with them. Yeah. And then silence. Okay. So, the family reported her missing around the 11th. They had found out that her boyfriend, this Brian Laundrie, had driven back to Florida where he lived with his family. And I guess Gabby had been staying with him there, too, when um, they were fixing up the van before they, they went on their road trip. And... uh he had been back there with the van since September 1st and he came back without her. Didn't say anything about what happened to her. Wasn't answering any questions. Supposedly Um, didn't call her family, just went back home. And then like I said, family reports are missing on the 11th. Like the cops show up to talk to him about it. And when they get to his door or his parents door, um, they don't see him. They don't talk to him. His parents open the door, hand a piece of paper that's got a lawyer's number on it, and that's it. Okay. That was the extent of their interaction that's with the smart police. smart if you committed a crime. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, they still haven't seen him, talked to him, nothing. Family, has, her family has been trying to contact them and be like, you know, we've known you for years. Like, what's going on? What happened yeah. to her? Give us anything. Like, she's missing. Like, just anything. When was the last time you saw her? Talked to her. Whatever. And... So it's just been like, it's blown up all over online where people are like, clearly he did something like, but the cops are like, well, we can't, there, there, there is no crime right now. Right. So we are not investigating him, but he is a person of interest in this missing person right. story. They're trying to talk to him. The, uh, his lawyer, I think has pretty much been like, I haven't really talked to him much either, but we'll get a statement eventually. Um, then all of a sudden it was like. Friday night, this last Friday, the his family reports him missing. And but the trick to that is that they said that he had been missing. They hadn't seen him since Tuesday, mm-hmm. so they waited like four or five days before they did. they did that, which totally seems sketch. Like because they're like, no, he's missing. I, I think they like he ran away and they oh, helped him escape. One hundred. He went to another country where they don't do um, U.S. extraditions. Uh huh. And he's living his best life. Probably. Like I mean, because that just who waits so many days to report their kid missing like right. that? Oh yeah. I mean, he's okay. So they're helping him in some way for being right. that young. He's pretty smart criminal. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. But you know about every. You know about the other murder that happened at the same time they were there. Hmm. Yeah. So I've seen reports no. about that. What? Okay. It gets even more interesting. It's nuts. So, well, first there's the there's a police report that came out around the around the 25th, I guess, that um, yeah. Uh, there was an incident involving Gabby and Brian who um the police were called out for possible domestic disturbance, but they they were like, "No, we think it's more of like a someone just having a mental break kind mm-hmm. of thing. And this is, I think this is when they were in Grand Teton. Mm-hmm. Cause they, they traveled to, they were traveling like around the national parks. And so I yeah. think this is in their Grand 
I think this is a Grand Teton. Grand Teton. And they were supposed to be headed to Ye- Yellowstone next. Okay. Yes. And uh, so that's the last time anyone has actually had like video footage of her because they have some body cam footage of the cops talking to her. And she seemed upset. Um, but they actually were thinking that she was the one who was maybe a little bit more aggressive towards him. But either way, they separated them for the night and then they were there, but no one got arrested. Yeah. And, okay. and they didn't call the police on themselves like some like a bystander called the police on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is normal. Yeah. Yep. And then. So I think they, they've people online have totally been sleuthing this oh, whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently on August 13th. They were seen at a bar called the Woodies. Um, and also on August 13th, um, also seen at a bar called the Woodies. Um, there's the other mystery in the headlines. Kylan Schulte and Crystal Beck were at the same bar. And that is, they were the couple uh, that were murdered at their campsite nearby. Mm-hmm. And they, um, before they were killed, they had mentioned to someone in their family via text or phone call that a creepy man was intimidating them and stalking them at the campground. Mm-hmm. So they were, like, seen at the same bar. Yeah. So the internet sleuths think it's connected, but the cops have come out saying that these two crimes are not. Like, they're mm-hmm. investigating them completely separately. Um, other than that coincidence of them being at the same bar, there's no other ties to them. But, of course... People online are like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. And of course, so it, it's going on and on now that the Woody's bar people are saying that they don't think Gabby and Brian were at the bar and the police say that they don't think there's a connection to the double murder, but like it, internet sleuths are going to internet sleuth. Yeah. Plus it's still interesting. You got a girl that's missing from that same area, two people that were murdered in that same area, all within the same like month, yeah, you know, or weeks even. Um, it's interesting. I see now all of a sudden I saw yesterday there was a TikToker who has um, went online, said she's been talking with the FBI and the cops, but that she and her boyfriend picked up Brian Laundrie, who was hitchhiking um, sometime in, I think they said it was also like sometime mid-August or something like that. He was by himself and he was trying to get back to, uh, or maybe it was late August, sorry, because uh, it was after the 25th. Um, but before September 1st when he got home, but that he was wandering on the side of the road. They picked him up. Um, he got a little weird when they mentioned something about some one of the parks and maybe being able to drop him off in a different place because they were talking about everything, like, I guess, what, yeah. what he was doing in the parks, and they were also on this road trip. Yeah. And then he kind of, like, freaked out. was like, never mind, just leave me here, and I'll go hitchhike with someone else. And they left him on the side of the road again. But he was by himself. Um, they said he was a nice guy. He seemed sane. He seemed fine. But uh, he'd, uh, I think he, he said he had mentioned like maybe a girlfriend or something like that, but she was nowhere with him. And he was trying to get from one place to the next. Obviously, he eventually got to back to the van because he drove Gabby's van mm. back to his parents' house. And the, the cops have seized the van to, okay. you know. So anyways, it's all super interesting. And everyone online is like totally obsessed with this mystery because it's like, okay, what happened to the girl? What happened to Gabby? Yeah. Because uh, if she's been missing since the 25th, I mean, that's, like, even if he just, like, left her in the desert, even if she was alive, like, what, you know, what, right. what's the chances this person's still alive? Yeah, so, like, I don't understand. Even if she had, like, a mental break or something like that, and he was afraid that he'd get blamed for something, wouldn't you still call the police? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, I, right, so, Lindsay, you were saying, like, he's, like, 
run out of the country probably or no they they think he they've cornered him in like a florida wildlife reserve or something they searched it but they didn't find him yet but it's like thousands of acres i think oh yeah like he's he's in a different country and his parents were the ones who said that's the last place they saw him going so i think i think they're throwing off which is interesting because if he's uh he he's probably if he has like left the country if they get charged for helping yeah. like throw the police off for sending false allegations or whatever it is, uh, you know, then they're probably going to get charged with something, oh, even though he's the guilty no, party of here. Of course they'll get charged, right? They'll, I mean, they would get charged for, um, Oh yeah. Aiding. And 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 yeah. So like, I don't understand, like, uh, I understand you want to help your child. You would do anything for your child, but like, I, I don't understand. Like, you wouldn't you be like what did you do with yeah her what did you do with this other person well so i mean that's like i listened to a crime in your uh, podcast in your own backyard about um which is a great podcast everyone um that actually helped um find uh i think um kristen who got was like murdered mm-hmm. and um, in your own backyard in your own backyard okay. it's such a great podcast um and it's basically this guy in california um and this student was uh, basically murdered and they it it, this podcast helped like reopen the case um and it's this guy and his parents helped cover up the crime for 20 plus years and helped hide her body and basically i think they um and the guy took started this podcast because it happened in his own backyard and he kept seeing this billboard over and over of a missing girl and he just took up this podcast. So listen to it. It's so good. Um, but I, but this, it's all about his parents helped this guy cover up the crime. And like, yeah. I just don't under, I don't understand if that's the case of this one. Like, I don't get it. I'm like, have they never seen any kind of movie or book or whatever about this kind of stuff? Usually the person st- like still has mental problems after they committed this crime. Like afterwards, they go down a downward spiral. Sometimes they kill the people who help them because they're afraid they're going to get caught because they're going to give it up at some point. Or they continue on harassing women, which is what happened with the case of in, in my own back in your own backyard that this guy like just continued to harass and attack women. Like I don't, I don't understand. Um, So yeah, but anyway, I think this one is going to be clearly there's internet sleuths all over. I read like on Reddit, they are have a whole thread going of people like send in your pictures from this park, send in your pictures from yeah. this park on this state, like to see if you can see mm-hmm. any kind of anything. Were they there? Did you see them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's like a couple cases of mistaken identity where people are like, maybe I think I might have seen that couple. But I mean, right. Young couple, blonde girl. But like, think about like when yeah. you go places like. I never like pay attention to my surroundings. Oh gosh, no, not at all. Like if you said, "Oh, like did you see anybody at Michael's yesterday when you went?" Well, yeah, I couldn't tell you like if they were men or women. I couldn't tell you what race they were, the age, the hair color, nothing. Because I, I mean, yeah, pay attention unless you directly interact with the person, or unless there's like a scene. Yes. That's those are like the only two times that you're probably going to pay attention enough to be like, oh yeah, that's that person. I remember seeing them have that fight, and I called the cops right. on them. Or you don't go to national parks that people watch. Oh yeah, no, exactly. I you don't. But you never know if you take pictures. That's true. 
And so that's what they're saying. Like, if you were there in the state and you like, I mean, when we did our national park trip, we took all kinds of pictures of stuff and there were 100% people in the background of our pictures. Mm -hmm. And so I think they're just like, search your, search your pictures and see if you saw, because that's what I think there's a lot in this case. There's so many, there's so many questions about the dates because her family is questioning um, there's a text and it was basically like, there's no service in uh, this certain park. And her family is like, uh, we don't think she sent that text, which I mean, granted, there's not a lot of service in certain national parks, but th- I think they were talking about the tone of the text. And that's mm-hmm. what I know. in a lot of the murder, you know, sort of community and a lot of the podcasts, they are literally like, they can tell by the tone of the text. Like they were like that, that's too blunt or that Mm -hmm. just does not sound like the tone of the person. Well, I think the dude made a mistake in the fact that he has ran and is missing now because since they filed a missing persons report, even though Gabby's parents are like, let's be clear, she's missing, he ran. Yeah. Like he's in hiding. it depends where he ran to. But again, if he ran to another country that does not allow extradition and he has money... To live on for the rest of his life. I don't, think his, I don't think his family is really rich. I mean, the pictures of the house and everything, like, it's a very random suburban Florida house, like, one story, nothing <laughs> crazy. So, I mean, he doesn't come with a rich family. Right, but he had a job yeah. wherever. He could get a job. So, I don't really understand, like, I mean, I understand you have the, the right to remain silent, like, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I don't understand a complete lack of cooperation. So, honestly, if you commit a crime, that's the 100% best way to go. Because how most people get caught is they think they're smarter than the police or they think they're going to get information from the police. Like they're in go- that way, they can kind of like build their defense or build like their innocence. Mm-hmm. So if as because I was a defense attorney before I was a prosecutor, the best thing to do is do not say a word. So like li- literally he could just can him or whoever can just continue to not say anything. 100 percent and that's his right and it's uh, he can just never say anything correct yeah oh, that's the whole thing right now no body no crime there's no nobody no crime you and, know and and yeah and and if they do find a body he want like he still has the right to say i'm not going to cooperate i'm not going to speak yeah but uh, I would say the one mistake Jesus. I do think he's made since his family has reported him missing, they announced today that they've gotten, uh, they were able to get the phone records, the data now for both his phone and oh, hers. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, so his, his family reported him missing. And so, like, they should not have done that, right? It, it, right. Well by, well, by doing that, they opened it up where they can now track his phone. Right. So now, now if he threw his phone into the that area where they think he last was or the family reported him last at then obviously there's not going to be much there but if they can track back to where he his route once gabby went missing because they're basically now be able, able to go look at his his right where his phone pinged off of towers where yeah. hers lasted and kind of trace those steps a little bit and you know they probably wouldn't have been able to do that to his phone had they not reported him missing they probably could have it's it's hard but you know like the parents have really opened their self up because even if 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 they find the body or if they found out that the parents knew that he had left and then they reported him missing i mean that's either aiding abetting or it's interference with the police investigation yeah yeah so they've opened themselves up big time yeah. well I mean, the fact that they said they haven't seen him and he was staying in their house for four <laughs> days like 
did he lock himself in his bedroom and you just didn't give him any food or water or whatever? You know, like, like, oh, they said he was, con- he said he was leaving to go murder somebody else. We're not yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. This case is so fascinating. I hope she's found alive, but every day that passes makes that less mm-hmm. likely. Oh, yeah. Um, she's dead. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure she's dead. Unfortunately. Yeah. I uh, mean, if you say that you haven't heard from this person since late August, we're, we're rounding the corner on late September. Oh, yeah. We are. Yeah. A month gone. That's, um, it's a lot. A long time. And I hate, part of me really hates that I'm so fascinated by it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like it's become a trope, but um, white women, we really do have a fascination with murder and true crime. We do. Yeah, it's just, it, I think a lot of it has to do with like, it happens so much and it's just like, how can people actually do this? Yeah. And I, th- I think it's become like maybe a coping mechanism. Sure. Sort of yeah. thing. I was going to say, Marshall and I talked about that recently because we were uh, reading that habits book and I was just like, you know, one of the things that I think I, is a different habit for women versus men is that we're always more aware of our surroundings. Oh, a hundred percent. Because yes. we're raised from such a young age to be like, be aware of where you're at. Who is around you? What are you doing? Are you in a dangerous situation? And I think listening to these stories of things gone wrong for other people oh, yeah. is almost just like, well, what better lesson into not follow the same path? Or, right. Or not even that they did anything wrong. It's just that they yeah. were, it, that just happened. I mean, yeah, like there was one time last or in early spring, Will and I went to go um, have drinks at a bar and we walked there. It's like a mile walk. It's a good thing. We stay there later than we meant to. So we had to walk back the mile home. And that meant walking through the neighborhoods and a park in the dark. Well, we had walked there with our earbuds in because it was during the day. When we walked back at night, Will put his earbuds back in and just walked nonchalantly mm-hmm. like it was nothing. Like it was nothing walking in the dark through the neighborhoods. We had to walk under a bridge. I had my earbuds out. I was looking around the entire time. And he was literally, I think he was even on the phone at one point. Like he was literally just like, it was nothing. Oh, yeah. And I got so, and I mean, and I was just like looking, where can we walk under the lights? Like, mm-hmm. what's the best? I was thinking in my head, what's the best route we can take? Like, where through the park? We had to walk through the park. And I was like, in my head, I was like, we're in the park. Are we going to be under the light? Like, what's going to... J- I mean, and when we got home, I looked at him and I was like, you have no idea what... We were thinking two different things when we oh, were yeah. walking oh, yeah. home. And like, he he was just like, wait, what? And I was like, you have... You were just... We were just oblivious. We were you were oblivious to the situation, and Mm -hmm. I had to sit down and explain it to him. Like, think about that next time. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, you weren't even paying attention to us walking in the dark after like a couple of drinks. Like, and he was like, oh, you could be. I've seen this thing on social media, and it was like every woman has like stopped to veer in a display window. just to avoid like somebody coming, you know, you get in the car, you immediately lock your doors. You look oh, yeah. around. If you know, sometimes you stay in the store to make sure, like the creepy person, like all of that. And it's like every single woman has done this. Every single one. And men are oblivious; they don't have to worry about any of that. Stuff. Yeah, you hold your keys in a yeah, a, a you position do the of like emotion. Yeah, like all of those things that. And I think that's when we were talking about it. He was just like, huh. You yeah. never think about that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we're we're pretty much raised from birth to be like, don't trust anyone, anyone. or or and right. And be afraid. 
Or you've had to, um, on public transportation before, sometimes you've had to smile and have the conversation, like had to engage in conversation that you didn't want to with the creepy group of men. Like I had to do that in Boston once, riding on the train, and just some guys sat down beside me and they started talking to me. And I was like, I don't want to have this, I don't want to talk to these guys, but like if I play the cold, like bitch, like put it, like I can't put in my earbuds because I don't know what's going right. to happen. Mm-hmm. I, can, I don't want to, you know, I'm going to have to smile and talk to these men because like you, mm-hmm. what if I don't do it, is the opposite going to be worse? Are they going to follow me when I get off the train? They, I waited until they got off because I didn't want to get off because what if they follow you home? Yep. Like mm-hmm. you, you have to do all that stuff. So I do really think even though we roll our eyes about true crime and ever like i mean i'll put on the snapped marathon and will's like oh you're watching snapped but and i'm like but it, it like is kind of a coping mechanism in a way yeah oh yeah for sure i definitely think that's a that's a reason why women are so into it. i know it's become like a social media like a or not even social media just like a, a thing that we kind of mock nowadays yeah like women love their murder mysteries and the snapped and the all of those things all the podcasts you know and everything but if you, if you look at it you kind of see why <laughs> well and my husband's like you do this for a living don't you get tired of it and i'm like i don't know it's different when i'm not involved yeah like yeah. i don't know but while we're waiting on these to come out on podcasts while we're waiting on the broadway musical and the netflix documentary i have um, a Netflix documentary to watch this fall that's already there that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. It's called Untold Crime and Punishments. Ooh. And I, I told Trina about it earlier. It's about the family that The Sopranos was kind of mimicked. Yeah. Okay, so you've got this, the head of the family who started his own trash company and essentially just like uh, dominated the whole market. Like this takes place in Connecticut. Um, he has a family, he has a son who grows up and he wants to play hockey, which his dad wasn't really happy about, but whatever, he got really good. But then in high school, he got injured mm. um, and couldn't really play anymore. Like his whole, that was his goal to be like a yeah, pro hockey pro player. Hockey. So at 17, his dad surprised him and just bought him a hockey team. Oh my and so God. he named his 17-year-old son the general manager of this hockey team. And it just seems insane. <laughs> uh, it's really interesting. And so I'm not, I don't want to give too much away, but the, the name of the documentary is Untold Crime and Punishments. But it's about a hockey team and about this soprano like family in Connecticut that it's, it's like an hour, hour and a half. So it's not like a series. It's just like a, it's like a feature. Uh, but it's definitely very interesting. And, uh, definitely worth a watch. I'm definitely okay. going to watch it. And also, oh my God, you watch something with sports. I know. I know. <laughs> so Jay walked away. I'm like, I'm watching Sports Ball Stick. <laughs> and murder at the same time. How could you not watch this? <laughs> but the son, the reason he really got into hockey and wanted to play is because he like fell in love with the Mighty Ducks. Oh my God. And he, what? yes. And so when he starts to recruit players, some of the players he recruits like remind him of the, like, like the oh twins. So it's hilarious. But he sounds kind of nuts. But he's 17. He's 17. Like, oh, oh, what do you know about no. running a sports team? <laughs> so they even have like, because it wasn't a pro team. It was like right under the pro team, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you even have like the the commissioner speak. Like this team ended up being really good. Like the NHL commissioner? The, the one for the, not the NHL, but the 
Like the AHL? Yes, whatever yeah. it is. Oh, my God. Yeah, so he's, like, talking on there. Uh, it's really interesting. And, you know, his dad owned that trash company. So he named the team the Trashers. Like the Thrashers? Trashers. Yeah, I know, but yes. wow. So it's okay. really, it, yes. Yeah, so uh, it All has right. something, it has sports. It has mystery. Mystery has nostalgia from the Mighty Ducks. Wow! It has like the drama. It has the mob family. You gotta watch it. Wow, it's like a very schizo story, but I really love it. Yeah, (laughs) I know. I was like, wait, where is this going next? Yeah. Okay. I will. Okay, we're all gonna have to watch that and uh, report back. Yes, we will. Um. All right. Well, let's uh, let's. (laughs) <laughs> let's let's get a little bit more positive with the fall vibes and a little bit away from the murder mystery <laughs> train that we totally ended up on here um and talk about the fall fests that you jess have found yeah all over the country well um, Woohoo! yeah so there's a lot of fall festivals all over the country no matter where you live um I mean, just saying, I just went to the Nashville uh, Wine Festival on the river last week, and it was a delight. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so fun. I got to try all different kinds of wines and liquors and mm-hmm. got trashed on the river. It was great. Always fun. Um, but it doesn't have to be wine on the river. Um, for instance, uh, I'm just saying if you feel like traveling to Maine. Uh, yes, please. Um, yes. Damar Riscata, Maine, for instance. You can go to the Pumpkin Fest and Regatta where, um, for instance, people uh, carve out pumpkins and use them as boats and paddle in pumpkins for a pumpkin regatta. How does one paddle inside a, a pumpkin boat? Uh, here's a picture. I want to see oh a picture. Oh, my gosh. That is like, that's got a huge pumpkin. Uh, first of all, you have to have a huge pumpkin. Second of all, I didn't know they would float with you inside them. That's I feel like this is this like a picture, chance of like drowning. That's like, what this high. picture uh, appears to be uh, someone paddling in that. I wonder if they just have to make it and look like a pumpkin, maybe? Maybe I, I so. I don't know. I, no, they're in a real pumpkin. It looks like a real gourd to me. And then as somebody tries to pass them, they get a handful of pumpkin guts and they go, <laughs> like, throw just it at them. Um, so that is, um, that's happening um, Friday, October 8th to Monday, October 11th. Oh, yeah, that soon. We need to go ahead and book our flight, y'all. We, need to book we our do. Flight. Well, this here's the one that I would like to go to. See, okay. that picture, that um, lady's getting it. She's like, yeah. <laughs> actually, I will be up in the Northeast soon for this, so maybe I should just book my flight and go yeah. ahead for this. Um, Martha's Vineyard is having Oyster Festival mm-hmm. in Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts, uh, Friday, October 1st to Saturday, October 2nd. Um, this would be my heaven. Um, you can spend some time at a raw bar or engage in oyster tastings and oyster farm tours. Ooh. Um, I don't even tell you, uh, like, and, oh, my God, on Friday they have an oyster disco. Oh, my God. I don't even know what that is. Do you have, do, uh, do, is it like a disco with an oy- a disco ball? And I don't you know. You just eat oysters. Uh, and we can yeah. do oyster shots. I love those. Well, God. you guys enjoy that. <laughs> Have you ever had one? No, and I don't Chess? want one. That sounds disgusting. Yeah, we sure shot it. What is that? Co- okay, so I'm pretty sure it's vodka with a little bit of Bloody Mary mix, and then you pour the oyster in it and you chug it like a shot. I'd be happy to have that. It's so good. I mean, I just had a whole bunch of oysters the other night, and I was so happy. Um, but I would love to have an oyster shot. 
Um, so good. God, maybe I can book my flight and go to that first. I'll go with and you. And then go. I have to be in Connecticut for business later that week. So I'll maybe. totally. Trina and I will go with you. Yes. I mean, I don't think Trina's supposed to have shellfish when she's pregnant. I'll just go videotape you two doing Yeah, this. we need a. We need okay. somebody to film us just in case they go missing. Okay. Um, if you feel like going to Pennsylvania. Yes. Um, there's Hershey Park in the dark. Yes. Um, um, yes. This is for chocolate lovers and spooky friends. Um, so they have a couple of thrilling rides to celebrate Halloween, like the new Candemonium, an interactive Pepsi pop star. You know, there you go. <laughs> Candemonium. <laughs> um, and then I guess they have pumpkin king size shakes and pumpkin pie funnel cake sundaes. Yes, please. Um, so I want that. That is starting October 15th through 17th and going through the rest of October and the weekends. I feel like that's a very short. It starts October 15th and goes for the rest of October and the weekend. So pretty much three weekends. So yeah, yeah, yeah maybe three weekends. Okay, I'm going to need them to get their shit together. That mm-hmm. should have started in August. See, I want it to be something like this. I'm looking at the one that's in Hudson, New York. The Great Jack-O-Lantern Blaze. <gasps> what is Ooh. that? Um, it runs from like September 17th through mm-hmm. November 21st. Like that's oh, my kind that's of fall fest there. That's a great thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a... Uh, I did something like this two years ago here in Nashville, and it's like they have 7,000 incredible jack-o'-lanterns hand-carved <gasps> on site. What? And they do like a nightly like light up of all of them, and you walk through all the different displays and see all the different pumpkins that have been carved. They have some that are like carved and put in these big statues. Like there's the, um, it looks like the Statue of Liberty completely made out oh. of pumpkins carved. Um walkways with arches that are just nothing but jack-o'-lanterns lit up oh all God. over you and i went to one like that in um here in nashville it was out like at the hermitage two years ago and it was so much fun you got like your you get your hot cider your coffee or whatever and just walk around and see all the different cool pumpkins they had some that would look like dinosaurs and some that were like scary graveyard scenes and some that were big big sculptures um it was super cool. The b- neatest thing was like this one big field that was just nothing but pumpkins everywhere, oh. all lit up, and they did them in different colors. So oh they my could god, see all the colors that sounds amazing. Um, it was so much fun, like totally worth it. If you ever they they sometimes have these things in on tours in different areas. Yeah. So if you see any, like look them up and see if there's like a, a pumpkin jack o' lantern crawl somewhere. I want to well, go to that. Everybody knows I'm going I'm going to Universal Halloween Horror Nights. Uh-huh. in a couple weeks <laughs> so they've released all of their haunted houses oh yeah tell tell okay so they've got the haunting of hill house oh yes beetlejuice yes yes the texas chainsaw massacre mm-hmm. the bride of frankenstein lives mm-hmm. yes uh this one's called hhn ron's captured so it's just like a bunch of the people they've had um in the past like come back like an all-in-one haunted house okay, okay. they've got Welcome to Scary Horror in the Heartland. Uh, so it's going to be like um, Midwest type, like, ghouls. Got it. Uh, they've got Case Files Unearthed. So that's where we get the ghouls and terrifying creatures. Mm-hmm. The Wicked Growth Realm of the Pumpkin. Mm, okay. Uh, the Puppet Theater. Ooh. Revenge of the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have the Scare Zones. Y'all remember the Scare Zones? Yeah. So they have Crypt TV. Okay. 30 years. So that's going to be like the monsters you've most dreaded from the past Halloween Hornets are back. Okay. Uh, Seek and Destroy. So that's going to be like a New York cyborg. Ooh. Oh. Uh, Gorewood Forest. So it's like a crazy lady that looks like a tree. 
lights, camera, hat town, Eddie's Revenge, which is a clown. Mm. So, yeah, so I'm going with my friend Allison and then her 10-year-old. <laughs> well, that's going to be fun to see if she lasts her. I of that. feel like it's going to be me and only me at some point. I at really point. think so. Yeah, I think so. Um, um, she's been showing her like... Um, like YouTube videos of it, just to make sure. I mean, she's trying I to be the responsible parent. I have a question. Has this 10-year-old at least seen the movie Beetlejuice? Oh, that I don't know. She should show her Beetlejuice? Yeah. At least. Because Beetlejuice is like a... Um, it's not scary. It's not that really scary. Um, and that way, at least she can go through... Because the Beetlejuice house and Haunting of Hill House were the ones like I was like... Will and I were literally like looking at yeah. um, trying to book a trip because those two houses, we were like, we really want to go for those yeah, two houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think Beetlejuice would maybe at least be the most age-appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. So I she, could see that being most age-appropriate. So she maybe can show her that movie. And then if she's good, she'll show her the entire series of Haunting of Hill House. Well, that one? <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I Traumatize your child, Allison. <laughs> I love that series so much. I'm tr- going to see if I can fit it in for a third watching. Yes. But I have so much to see right now yeah. anyway, but. I mean, I ha- you would be so proud of me. I am so responsible because she'll ask me, like, do you think my 10-year-old is will be good? And I'll be like, yes, but you also should not, also should not take my advice. <laughs> so I feel like you should have to be proud of me. I, like, okay. would I take my three-year-old Rory? Yes. Should you take parenting advice from me over scary stuff? No. no. <laughs> because your three-year-old requested scary terrifying dolls yeah like would not leave the store without them oh my god so i got her a bunch of princess dolls and she lines them all up next to her scary dolls <laughs> god it's so funny at least she likes variety mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well i i was gonna say like i grew up in florida so we went to halloween horror nights a lot and yes. i remember i started going when i was in junior high yeah so like and even then, like, there were moments, like, it was terrifying. Well, I but- just feel like the haunted houses there are not that scary because they, like, they just shuttle you in in a row. Yeah, it's not like so- you get to spend a lot. Although, I are they still kind of spacing it out because of COVID? Like, oh, they- hope so. I think they are. I think they are. So, there might still be some time. Just uh, watch Beetlejuice. Tell her watch Beetlejuice. Okay. At least that. Just to, to get an idea of if, like, she can handle that. Yeah. Okay. You know, if she good has idea. nightmares from that one, then maybe, you know, if maybe not, it's not a good idea. <laughs> go ahead and watch Haunting of Hill House. Uh-huh. uh-huh. My favorite last time was still the Poltergeist one. Oh. I, oh, I yeah. wish they had that one again. Like, I would go back for that one over and over. It was so good. Well, I just think that the way they do the sets. Yeah. Yeah. There's just so... F- if it's so fun. I know. I know. I'm going to miss you guys. Maybe you guys should fly oh. down just for that one night. Girl, mm. we, but Will and I were looking for just like a one night ticket, but it was so uh, it's so expensive and i say it's not worth it without that fast pass thing that was like but that made our lives so much easier last I'm, time look i'm gonna be real disappointed to be in florida and not be going there I'm saying <laughs> yeah. i'll be there you can sleep you can sleep on the floor oh are we gonna be there the same weekend we're gonna be yes. there the same weekend we're Just gonna come on up be in florida the same weekend. i didn't pay for the hotel but allison said it was fine i mean we're not paying, <laughs> we're not paying for the condo so come on up Come, okay. on, come on up. That's right. Okay. All right. Don't make guys. me go by myself. <laughs> it might be time for Treat of the Week. Treat of the Week. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat. Alrighty. What are y'all treating yourselves to this week? Um, well, I am treating myself to what we do in the shadows. Mm. Um, have you guys watched this movie and or show? 
is it the w- one with Johnny Depp? And no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> um. So this is um. So there's a movie, there's a film that came out first, and I have not seen the film yet. Okay. But this is. Did you guys ever watch uh, Flight of the Concords? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you know. Trina knows Flight of the Concords yeah. was um, it was on HBO and it was like these two friends uh, in New Zealand that kind of were like this band, this sort of band, and they had lots of funny songs and stuff uh-huh. like that. So um, the film and the t- the TV show I'm talking about the TV show which is on Hulu um, and it's from Jermaine Clement from Flight of the Concords and also I can never pronounce his <gasps> name correctly Ta- Taika Waititi yes yes okay. So what we do in the shadows is a documentary style look into the daily or rather nightly lives of four vampires (gasps) who've lived together for hundreds of years in Staten Island. Have you never heard of this before? What we do in the shadows? I have no idea. Oh my God. It is hilarious. Um, The self-appointed leader of the group is Nandor the Relentless, a great warrior and conqueror from the Ottoman Empire. Then there's the British vampire Laszlo, a bit of a rogue and a dandy and a fop. Um, and then there's Nausea, there's Seductress, the Temptress, mm-hmm. um, and then their cohabitating in the vampire has- household is Guillermo, uh, which is Nandor's familiar, and he basically is a human, and he wants to help. He helps them out, and he also wants to be a vampire. Um, and it is, I'm almost done with season one. There's two seasons on Hulu, and the third season just started last week. Okay. Um, so it's just dropping episodes. Mm-hmm. I think it's on FX, but yes. It's, yeah. It is, guys, it's 20 minutes each episode. I, it is, I've never laughed. It is so funny. It's a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, it's so. <clears throat> Amazing. I know what Rory and I are watching the rest of the afternoon. Right? <laughs> you guys. So, like, I just, I started with the show. I haven't watched the movie yet, but I just went right into the show. Uh, so, I definitely want to watch the film because the film was, like, everybody loved the film so much. They just went ahead and made the show. Yeah. Oh, my God. That sounds okay. awesome. It yep. is so good. So good. So good. So good. Well, I'm going to parlay that into my treat of the week, which is another show on Netflix that I really... Like, I haven't watched it yet. I've just seen the previous four, but I really want to get it into it, like, okay. this season. Uh, yeah. What is it? Only Murderers in the Building. Yeah. Oh, Jay wants to watch that. I've, he- I've heard really good things about it. Yeah. It um, seems so good. Like, the teaser, I was kind of, like, confused by it a little bit. Like, is it going to be good? They're kind of making the it, like, The cast weird. is confusing, but that's so intriguing. But, Do you know who's in it, Jess? Uh, it's like um, Steve Martin. Yeah, Steve Martin. Martin Short. Martin Short and, and Selena Gomez. Yeah. Yes. It's like so random. But then I saw the full trailer that got mm-hmm. released for it. And yeah, the I've full trailer. Watch the full trailer because you'll be hooked just okay. from the trailer. Okay. The teasers were kind of like, okay, this is going to be really weird. That's like a, a really odd casting choice. Um, and they kind of like had it going in different directions. But anyways, it's about like uh, a murder happens in the building. And these three, again, weird combination, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez, mm-hmm. they're three characters. They all live in the building. They all decide to start a podcast about it and like are trying to investigate it because like basically like they had like a, a what is it, like town hall meeting for the people in the building. And it they kind of made it seem like someone in the building killed oh, this person my God. so they're like who's the murderer in the building oh and yeah. then they start getting paranoid they're investigating themselves and like like going into this person's apartment or whatever and 
Uh, it shows like them being followed down the street or they think they're being followed. And it's, and it, it kind of like they're staging certain things for like the dramatic effect of the podcast. Yeah. So it just seems so funny but also you got this whole murder mystery happening like i cannot wait to watch it after i saw the trailer yeah it looks really good okay and yeah. american horror story so they're doing a double feature since they missed last year mm-hmm. and so the first feature is kind of sort of about vampires and so jay we watched all five episodes like yesterday morning and jay's like would you um become a vampire for our family and i was like yes <laughs> like what a weird question to ask someone. Really would you become a vampire for our family? Like, if you see the show, you'll understand. Okay. okay. <laughs> I would become one anyway. Yeah. Like, dumb question. Next question, please. Yeah. <laughs> of course, I want to live forever and, yeah, have all the powers and the beauty and yeah. things. Anyway, it's it's not really a vampire. You just take a pill. Anyway, you need to watch it. It's really okay. Good. Okay. Well, we have all the all the shows for all of our I treats. I know. Yeah. Was that your treat? No. Oh, okay. No. What's your treat of the week then? Okay. So mine is for the kiddos. Okay. Okay. They're called Bumblebee Bins. What's that? Okay. So essentially, it's like an activity bin. So you, it's like a plastic bin with all these like little holes. And this lady in Franklin makes them. Mm-hmm. And we'll share uh, the website. Uh, if you live local, you can do $7 off for local pickup. But she makes homemade Play-Doh with essential oils. And then they, there's all this stuff in them. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't even have to be a kid. Really, honestly, I play with it more than Nori. Mm. So first we got a, a fairy one. Mm-hmm. So it had green and purple Play-Doh and um, a little fairy and little magical rocks and and like a roller. Like all this stuff. Like a ton of stuff. So then I just picked one up for Halloween. So we have tombstones. We have uh, little bats. We have little ghosts. We Aww. have little pumpkins, and it came with orange Play-Doh that smells like oranges, and the purple one smells like like a lavender floral scent, and it's just so fun. Like, it's like a little activity, and if the kids eat it, it's fine because it's all natural, and mm, or the yeah. dog eats it, which was the case. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like we played, and it came with like these little sticks, and they went trick-or-treating, little fake candies. Aww. It, it's, and then they, she has like like bulldozer one she has dinosaur one she has all these different things i want the halloween one uh yes um i'll send you guys the link it's so fun so cute there's a lot of like these little activity bins it's supposed to be really good for kids with their you know like they touch and build and and stuff like that um so yeah there's a lot of but this one's local which i i found her at the farmer's market um i can go pick up she's near cold springs Mm -hmm. uh seven dollars off so it's super affordable mm-hmm. so i'm looking forward to get a you know a christmas one um they've got some for boys some for girls oh that's fun that so is. i mean it's just great it's awesome i love so. that i'm always trying to find new things to do with waylon because yeah, oh he'll love that you and marshall might like it and more. that's some great gifts for uh, well, yeah. like perfect for birthday gifts and stuff and like yeah. where you think okay i don't want to keep getting them junk yeah uh-huh. uh, and they're gonna grow out of this like in three months like it's a perfect birthday gift y'all cool that's pretty cool yep so i'm gonna send you guys the link and it, it's just great cool mm-hmm. love it all righty you know what time of the show it is what time wait you didn't tell us your drink about it mine was the only murderers in the building oh we're going in to drink about it. Oh, we so have a treat of the week. That, that was treat of the week. Oh, you, <laughs> girl, you sucked down your drink. Uh-huh. There's still some in the bottle. Yeah, no, <laughs> for just. Our boozy collagen gold bears. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, now it's time for drink about it. <laughs> should I start first? Yeah, maybe yeah, you should. Go ahead. Um, I obviously should not. I, I would say I have, a, I have a happy drink about it, and then I've got one from a someone who has submitted to. Oh. But um, I'm I'm gonna say yay because I told y'all a little while back about our kitchen woes and having to redo mm-hmm. the house, and we are one step closer to almost getting to remodel now. And our budget has gone up, and we've got more projects on the list, and it's ridiculous. But at the same time, it's just like I'm so excited. Our whole house is gonna like the whole upstairs is just gonna be very different. So our biggest like revelation was to finally be like, oh. Well, while we have someone doing all of this crap to the house, we should put in an attic access door to utilize the storage we have in our attic that we can't use right now because we have like literally a one by one you have an attic square opening. Like literally the opening, one by one. You cannot squeeze through that. But, but you have an attic? <laughs> we have an attic. We have, we have attic space. I mean, every house has an attic space technically with the roof and yeah. the ceiling. But um, yeah, we have we've had no way of like getting it up there and putting stuff up there. And yeah. that's like a huge storage opportunity. And Marshall one day was just like, hey, how much would it cost for us to just get that put in like a staircase that you could put up to the attic? And we yeah. were like, oh, it's not that much. So we added that into the project. Mm-hmm. Should do that. We're probably going to be redoing our staircase because it's the steepest, most horrible staircase ever. Um, yeah. I'm so excited. That's like, awesome. All the projects keep adding up. But yeah. So when do you have, when is that? Um, we still have a start date on it because we're still waiting for our closing date for our home refinance and everything but mm-hmm. that all worked out and cheers to Lindsay for recommending a really good person to go through for that so yeah he's amazing i went through like five different lenders trying to get like the best rate and the best deal and he ended up working out the best deal for us yeah so i probably thought i was insane because i went through five different lenders so i was like i'm getting the best deal possible no he's amazing we're <laughs> re- in the middle you? of a refinance i'm refinancing just on me <laughs> so yeah it's good good times good times for that guys yeah the, lo- the rates have even dropped even more so it's been fantastic love it um yeah and then uh what what do y'all got and i'll tell our listener one in a minute um i am drinking about because uh we finally um it's weird but there's finally stuff on our fall schedule Mm -hmm. um again which is really nice uh for instance we just went to the symphony the national symphony Mm -hmm. on thursday night for the first time since um i guess 2019 Probably. Um, I mean, maybe we went in early 2020 before things shut down, but maybe not. I don't know. Um, it's been a long time. That seems forever ago. Um, but it was really nice. Um, the symphony required everyone to show their vax yep. card, which was great. Uh, we have it scanned on our phone. Mm-hmm. They required everyone to wear a mask, which didn't bother me, like whatever. Um, so it was great. The symphony was freaking amazing. Yep. Um, they got to, um, the conductor was awesome, and he explained that because of the circumstances, um, they were able to play some music that they wouldn't have normally played because they basically did um, just the woodwinds for one thing. Um, they did just the strings for one section. And basically, they they like grew the symphony until finally the last piece was just the whole symphony. So oh, cool. It was, yeah. So it was just like some intimate music. And he was like, so basically, we're revisiting some music that we would normally never play in normal circumstances. But it's really nice. Um, so it was just, I was just like, it was so nice to be back in the symphony hall after like 18 months. It's never been there. Is what he said. Oh, it's amazing. Never been there. Never been to the Opry. Oh, I'm pitiful. Girl. Um, so it was just, it was. I need to get you out, Laura. (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, so it was just really nice to be back there. Um, I was not upset to be vaxxed and masked at all. They did it really smoothly the way they checked everyone in. Um, I'm excited to go um, do other things. A pred start soon. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, I'm excited to go back out and do things in a safe way because yep. that's how people are doing it. And I'm not mad about it. I'm here for that. Freaking man. I'm here for it. So. I mean, yeah. I was going to say, I heard, just to interrupt, I heard that uh, story of like uh, the anti-vaxxers that visited New York from Texas recently and got into a brawl with a hostess. Like, oh. beat up a female hostess because she was following legal guidelines. Tore her necklace off and sent her to the hospital. Yeah, she was following the... the oh my It's Lord. mandated in that city. It like, is. you have to wear a mask and you have to show a vax card. Uh-huh. If you don't want to wear a mask indoors, you have to show the vax card. And they refused probably because they didn't have any but uh and they didn't want to sit outside and they didn't want to mask up and so they just got mad at her um beat the crap out of her yeah my favorite is the predators um just announced that starting in october they will require you to show your vax card Mm -hmm. or um maybe a test and people i'm part of the preds fan group and people lost their shit um someone posted in the preds fan group um, they literally posted, um, please have my um, sales representative contact me immediately in the fan group. <laughs> um, and it was like a thousand comments on this post because people were going back and forth. But someone was like, this is the fan group. Like, you're, you're con- making con- a scene for no Yeah, reason. contact your sales representative yourself. But like, I mean, it was ridiculous. But like, I was finally like, thank God, like that they're going to require that like, yeah. If you're upset about that, then don't don't go anywhere. That's 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 that, 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 that right. the thing. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, but I'm just excited to like go out and start doing things, and I'm I ain't bothered to like nope. show no, this game on my phone. No, of course not. So anyway, that's what I'm drinking about. That I'm just excited to go do things in a safe way. Oh yep. my god. What about you? Okay. So I had the craziest day on Wednesday. Mm. So I was in a murder trial mm-hmm. for 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 a defendant who was an up and coming probably going to be a very influential successful rapper okay okay so the witness and he's also a gang member the witness we couldn't get there so we had to go drag him out of his bed oh shit on a material witness warrant okay so we start late because we had to go do that not me i didn't go although I, i did volunteer so then i like run down we have like a five minute break. I run down to grab some stuff, uh, f- you know, just like stuff for the case. And I get stuck in the elevator. Like the elevator completely stops. Like just stops? How long stops. were you stuck in there? 15 minutes, but it felt like an hour. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, I uh, had just peed. Oh my God. <laughs> pocket full of candy. About. And thankfully, I had cell phone service. I could tell somebody. Wow. Um. So yeah, then we get in there and the witness is a hostile witness, which means he doesn't want to answer questions. He is just being like a complete asshole. And at some point, he stands up and pulls his shirt up to show his man boobs. Oh, my gosh. Because he was showing like where he got shot because of this case. Yeah. Anyway, all I saw was man boobs. <laughs> so, and then a bunch of the, I don't know if they were supporters or fellow gang members had shown up and they were not allowed in the courtroom due to COVID. Um then i like the case ended up on the rapper's instagram page that was a crazy day oh my god oh my god it was fun did you show up on that instagram no no thankfully yeah that is probably thankfully yeah 
That's crazy. I've ended up on some hit list. I've ended up on a note, like some parents have taken pictures of me. There's no telling where I am. We're going to start a podcast at some point that's like, you know, when Lindsay like retires, it's going to be tr- true stories <laughs> of a. Of oh, a yeah. I can't wait for defense that. Defense attorney, then prosecutor, Lindsay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was, it, it was crazy. It was a fun day. Girl. Wow. So, yeah. That was, that was my week. Oh, my. Well, we got a drink about it from Marshall. Okay. Who, uh, is just celebrating because he, uh, got to recently mix his first NFL game. <gasps> it was for the Ar- Arizona Cardinals radio oh. network. They were, they were playing against the Titans and yeah. it was not a great game. Blah, but blah. regardless of that, he got to mix his first NFL game, which was like, exciting for him just because uh, uh you know he's worked with the predators he's worked uh with the soccer club now but this was the first time he's got to do anything with the nfl well so oh. wait so now he's worked with uh the uh, nashville predators hockey team mm-hmm. he's worked with the nashville soccer team he's worked now with the tennessee titans uh-huh so are we missing uh are we missing a national team I don't, I don't know. Oh, the the sounds, I guess. Okay. Would be so the only thing. He needs to work with the sounds. He needs to do something with the sounds. But otherwise, I mean, he he's done some like random remote stuff there from old days in radio, but I don't think he's done anything like broadcast-wise yeah. with the sounds. So if he, he he just needs to get the sounds and he just, he's got everything. He's got, his, he's got all the Tennessee he's sportsy teams. All of them. But yeah, it was uh, um pretty cool. So he was really excited about oh. that. The NFL ones are just like their teams are, or their people are like lock into contract and they usually you just can't get into this. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, that was kind of cool. Sports stick. Yep. Well, that about sums it up for us. But thank you for joining in, everybody. Hope you enjoyed all of our murderous talk. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Be sure to check out our website at thechampagneway.com to submit your champagne shout outs and drink about it. Don't forget to join our Champagners group on Facebook and follow us online at The Champagne Way. And thanks to our podcast network and producers at The Second Sound. Please be sure to like and subscribe to The Champagne Way on whichever streaming platform you use. This has been a Second Sound production. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.